talk hurricanes on the line. We always looking for a QB to drop some dimes. Talking to you with Sebastian Lane. Only scouting five star players to impact the game. And the whole point is to make a run for the ship. Throwing bowls, whether we at home or on a trip. What we want, blue chips. Or a beast in the middle of that defense to make a hit or flip. When they try to come through the eight gap without block, you can bet whoever got the rock face gets slapped. You know that you only bring in the fastest. Bonafide athletes that can catch it or pass it. Electrifying talent that can take you to the house. Coming for the top dogs on the coast and in the south. So if you think you know the game, get your talk on. And if you ain't riding with the canes, go ahead and get your walk on. We talking about the game with Sebastian Lane. And scouting the recruits that can really bang. Players with stats to make the Hall of Fame. It's called a dynasty, watch it rise again. We talking about the game with Sebastian Lane. And scouting the recruits that can really bang. Players with stats to make the Hall of Fame. It's called a dynasty, watch it rise again. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to another Sebastian Lane with my co-host Dave and myself, Rasta. Obviously, great feeling, undefeated feeling so far, 3-0, and um, getting into week four. Let's touch a little bit, though, going into last week, right? A lot of hype, you know, a lot of expectations to just blow them out. 70 to 7, da da da, that's what Gaddis did last year. That didn't happen, right? 48 to 7, I think it was. Um, I was more upset they even scored because our defense did such a phenomenal job. Um, so I'm a little frustrated, right? But obviously, you, you can't really look at the second half too much. Not unless you're looking into the future, right? Mm-hmm. Because one second half started, there was a ton of um, second and third strings, right? TBD went out. It was, it was just, it was a lot better of a, a game this year. We were able to get some young guys, like a lot of reps, right? So the first half, we finished 34 to zip, missed extra point. You know, they kind of blocked it, whatever. I mean, there's a lot that I'm sure the staff's looking at for them to clean up. How impressed? Or how concerned looking at at that game are you? You know, maybe in the future you don't we want to talk about the second half, or but just looking at kind of the future of this season. What's your thoughts? Yeah, honestly, I think a lot of folks, you know, anticipated myself 60, 70 points. I was disappointed in myself because I failed to do my homework and realize the relationship Coach Cristobal has with the with the coach over there. You know, they have a relationship, they're friends, they're colleagues. He respects him. And Coach Cristobal is a respectful guy. So had I known that going in, I might have foreseen this a little bit. So it wasn't the fact that we – it's different. It wasn't that we didn't score 60 or 70 because we couldn't. We didn't score 60 or 70 just because we didn't. You know, he kind of lit up and, you know, there was just no point in doing that. He wasn't going to do the guy like that. Scored 48 points, you know, let's go home. And I think at the end of the day, in a game – well, in every game we play this year, but especially in a game like that, number one goal, stay healthy. You know, get your guys in. Because you want to rest You want to rest your guys. I know everybody's like, hey, rest your starters and let these young guys do it. But you don't want to let your starters get stale and, you know, get rusty. You want to get them some, some reps and things like that. And I thought we did that. We got some other guys in and let them play. And, you know, I was good with that. Uh, got some dudes that we're probably going to depend on down the road, and they they got some action, 
And, you know, we got her 48 points and went home. So uh, I, I was OK with it. I really was going in. I predicted 64 points. I'm not saying I was, you know, any different than anybody else. I thought 64 to six. And I think if I was going to be disappointed at anything, and this is probably more of a selfish thing, is that we just let them score at all. Because when I realized what was going to happen, I literally said out loud, OK, let's just shut out. Just shut them out. Let's go. And then they got the one, but you know, that's, that's really just kind of reaching, trying to find something. So overall I was cool with it. I was fine with it. I feel good about the season. We're three and oh, right. uh, you got to be happy about that. And now we kind of, you know, we're going to hit the road and see what we do there. So, you know, that's kind of my take, you know, uh, were, were you disappointed at all or, you know, what's your thoughts kind of going forward? Um. I mean, obviously a little just because I wanted to shut out. I'm a defensive yeah. guy, so right. and I felt like I wanted to see the the first string be rewarded because the first string did do their job. They held them to yeah. zero going into the, the first half to the yeah. end of it. Yeah. So when I obviously getting into that third quarter, even the second stringers didn't do that bad, and I, I like the way Mario did it. He he rotated the whole game. You know, yes. there was second and third stringers with first stringers in the, the late first and early second. I so I like the way the whole thought process and game plan was for that. But I was kind of, of disappointed with the, the obviously the younger guys, and I get it. Right, right. But it just looked like, let me go ahead and go through the motion. And I wanted to see them go out and, and earn it, you know, go out and play. That, that was the only thing I was kind of like, oh, man. But what I was – Thankful and, and grateful was a lot of times these, these are your kind of let's just do our walkthroughs. You know, it's kind of a, a pre-walkthrough, and I'm hoping they don't do the same in Temple. Mm-hmm. But it looked like this team was a lot different from last year. Oh, absolutely. TBD went out, and TBD was precise with those throws. Yeah. And that's what I want to see. Does yeah. he go out and just kind of just lob it? Does he kind of go out and just dink and dunk? Nah, bro, he was throwing 15, 20 yard out routes at the boundary. Yeah. Beautiful. Like, yeah. Crisp. Eggs yeah. had another 100 yard game. I mean, mm-hmm. all got spread it all over. I mean, Jacoby George has some. I do want to say this. I'm not sure if he's hurt. I'm not sure if mentally, I don't know. Maybe he thought he should have the, the stats that I don't know. I'm not going to point fingers. I'm not going to say as I don't know. But I need whatever is going on with Kobe Young right now to snap out of it by Georgia Tech. He's had some bad drops, and that that yeah. drop in the end zone, that should have been a touchdown, I get it. That was a bang-bang play. The defender put the put his helmet on the ball. That's hard. I don't care who you are. I get that. But there has been some some bad drops. Mm-hmm. And it's one and two. I understand there's some other teams up, up north struggling with, with drop passes. So I'm not trying to be picky. But no, I want that dude to have that elite year. I want him to have yeah. that, him get into the, the second, third round, you know, possibly first if, if he goes there. Because that dude's incredible. He's an NFL receiver. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's why, that's why I want it. And that's why I am a little picky with him. That's why I'm hard on him because it's yeah. fair. And I don't, know, I don't know if it was – I think it was this game. It might have been – I don't – but the commentators even said that the coaches have mentioned he doesn't realize how good he is. Yeah. And that can be a blessing. It can be a curse. You know what I'm saying? But he's got he he started out looking really good at the very beginning of the year. I thought, boy, this it's about to go crazy. And then, yeah. 
and then something's happened. And I agree with you. I don't, I don't know what it is, but if it, he's got that ability, he's got that to be that guy like, yeah. across the nation. You know what I'm he saying? Could be wide receiver one. Oh yeah, easy. And you, you could have a very, a very good career coming your way at the next level. You may anyway, but you could really, like you said, you could your status should just like be climbing right now. They should just be licking their chops and. You know, like you said, that one, that one, he put his head, his, you know, right on the ball, and I get it, and it dropped. But there's been some that was just dropped, period. Yeah. And you got to clean that up. And For like sure. you said, I, I think it's a good point by Georgia Tech because we've got away with it. But there's going to come a time, there's going to be a game where we got to have that dude. We got to have a play. We're coming up to the right. line. You know, we're on the road or home, but on the road, something like an atmosphere, and the commentator's going to say, we need to make a play here. And you should be that guy. You actually, you are the dude, whether you want it or not. You're that guy. But you right. got, you have got to step up and and get it right here, because it's there. It's right there, bro. You you can do this, and we're going to need that sometime down the road. And you know, I would love to see it get cleaned up at Temple, and then, you know, once uh, Georgia Tech comes calling, and then here we go. But it ain't going to get no easier. Then you got the Carolinas and the Clemsons and all that. And it's going to be a time where we're going to depend on you. And, and be, I would love to see that. It could be that Georgia Tech game. Yeah, very well could be that it Georgia could be that Tech game. First conference game, and he needed to, to, to have that 100, 150-yard game. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, yep. So, obviously, still a lot to clean up, but there's still a lot to be proud of and happy sure. about leaving out Absolutely. of that game. 3-0. and So, now, week four, we go up to Philadelphia. One thing I like is we're playing in another NFL stadium, right? Yep. Yeah, should be comfortable with that. Yeah, but that's supposed to be nasty. The weather is supposed to be cold, rainy. No telling what type of of game that's, this is going to be. Could be good. running game. It could be. I don't know, bro. Like I'm hoping we figure it out for damn sure. Obviously. So, that type of game, looking into their offense, right? What do you think they're they're like advantages or do they even have advantage um for their offense i mean honestly i mean their advantage should be they're at home that really should be it i'm just gonna be honest with you and we should get past that you've got you know the the thing with me we're on the road right it's temple i know that i'm not saying we're going to athens or you know alabama or not like that but we're going to temple they have a quarterback there who I believe he was all conference last year, been around the game. You know, his dad was Kurt Warner. Uh, we all know what he accomplished. So um, he, he knows what to do with the football, and he doesn't hold the ball. He makes quick decisions. They snap the ball, he makes a decision, he lets it rip. So it's one of those deals where I think, as far as we go, we need to stomp that out early. Honestly, right. we, we, we need to get a lead. We need to move on. We need to go up there and we need to we're Miami. We need to go act like it, as I like to say. Um, they're two and one. Uh, they beat mighty Norfolk State. They squeezed one out against uh, mighty Akron and then they got curb stomped by Rutgers uh, 36 to seven. So, right. you know, they're, they, the record is what it is. It's right there. So. Um, like I said, he I think I think their quarterbacks average around 250 a game, something like that. Uh, four touchdowns, couple interceptions. The big thing, if I'm not mistaken, I believe he's only been sacked one time so far this year. So 
I'm going to be 100% with you. I have not studied a whole lot on them. I don't know if that's competition. I don't know if, they, you know, that's their offensive line or a combination of both. But I think it's going to be important to get on him really quick and get him uncomfortable because he does like to – he likes to rip that thing really quick as soon as he gets it. Um, they, their running back situation, a little bit similar to ours, not as far as in talent and, and who they have, but how they use them. They don't really have a guy that's averaging, you know, 150 a game. Uh, they've got a couple guys. Um, uh, one's averaging almost eight yards a carry. you got another guy that's averaging right at six yards a carry, and then another one right behind them. So a little bit similar to us as far as numbers go. Um, I think that's another deal. If they if they want to try to run the football, I think it's going to be important for us to shut that down or else it could be a long day because they do have some guys that can move it. Uh, but they use different dudes. You're not going to see one guy just continually make plays. They're going to kind of run them back by committee, sort of like we do. Uh, right. And then wide receivers as well. They got a couple guys not extremely big, uh, you know, 5'10", 5'11", top guys that are kind of their top two guys as far as numbers go. Right. They do have a big tight end that they like to use. Uh, I think Robinson or something like that, his last name. Yeah. Big dude, 6'3", 6'4", 250, yeah. And, and they like to use him in the passing game. So, again, there's potential there for some problems if you let it be problems. But I think, honestly, we need to get up there on the road. And in my opinion, we need to go up there, we need to get that win, and we need to get our tails out of there. Because these are the types of games, every time you tell somebody, they say, hey, who's Miami play? And you tell them, Temple, oh, you should be fine. That's the kind of crap that gets you in trouble when you say things like that. Like, we all right. know this can happen. So, you know, For you sure. want to go up there and, and handle your business and get out. Uh, and then uh, I know you're going to touch on their defense. They, You know, they got some athletic dudes over there. So, you know, it be important for our offense to come out and perform as well. So, but I think if we get up there, jump, get a lead, you know, grab, go, grab a quick 14 nothing, 17 nothing, something like that lead, and, and then kind of move on from there. I think well, now we should rotate enough guys in and out to, to take care well, of let's, that. Let's, let's go ahead and let's just jump it into our offense, right? Let's okay. Clear offense side and run with it. What do you think maybe our, our advantage is, or do we even have advantage on our offense? Yeah. I, I would love. To like, I know Mario wants to run the football, and we we've had some flashes running the football, right? But you know, yeah. I would really love to see us go up there and just and just really establish that run game. I would love to see that happen uh, this right. game. I think it would be important to do that uh, against Temple going before we get into ACC play. And then again, what we just talked about, I would love to see Kobe come out this game and just be that dude. I would love to see us come away from this game knowing who that one guy's going to be. I think TVD has – I was impressed with Bethune-Cookman of how focused we looked. It, it, we didn't take them for granted. You could tell that, and we talked about that earlier. I want to see that again here. Uh, I want to see the offensive line. I'm confident in them right now. But I think this is going to be an interesting test. This is our biggest test. I understand Texas A&M. I get that. But this is on the road, and we know how that's going to be. The rain, it's going to be, like you said, rainy and cold. I, I love that. I, I, I love those kind of football games. But it can get it can get ugly. They're used to that kind of ball up there. Uh, us not so much. So I think right. it would be really important if we. I don't know how that's going to affect TVD. I think it's supposed to be some wind. I saw like 15, 16 mile an hour winds uh, forecast yep. as well. You know. So I would love to see our offensive line play like they've been playing, and I would love to see us be able to run that football and be able to lean on that, and then use that to open up for TVD if we need to. No, nah, I don't disagree. I mean. I think, honestly, looking at this game, it's a good starter 
you know, a lot of people are like, oh, why are we playing at Temple? That's above my pay grade. Um, yeah. You know, that's something administration worries about. But I'm not mad at it. I'm not at it. You're getting ready to probably go in away here in about three weeks at mm-hmm. Chapel Hill mm-hmm. and play a really good North Carolina team. Yep. It's a pretty good, you know, you get away. You're not at home in the sun. And, you know, the rain is, is way different here. Those sun showers aren't as bad as that cold, windy rain up there in, in mm-hmm. Philly, um, especially in a op- fully open stadium up there. But I will say when you're looking at this, and how our defense matches up. I like this test for our defense because, yes. like you mentioned, they got a six foot four, 250 pound tight end. We haven't seen that yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, then, when you look at their O line, I mean, this might be a fun little test for, for our D line with some guys who will probably be out like Mesador and Dean and, and right. Kelly. I don't expect them to play again. Let them rest up. You got a bye week coming up next week, and then boom, you bust into conflict. Let them rest up. But when you're looking at their line, bro, their left tackle is 6'5", 285 pounds. Their left guard is 6'5", 300 pounds. Their center is 6'5", 300 pounds. Their center. Then their right tackle is 6'3", 300 pounds. And then their right tackle is another 6'5". Oh, no, I'm sorry. He's 6'8". Their right tackle is 6'8", 300 pounds. That's good size. They may not be the most athletic O-line that we'll face. But with that size... It's going to be fun to watch how our D-line plays them because that's not the same defense, you know, our offensive line we just faced at Bethune, you know, at Miami, Ohio. Very similar to Miami of Ohio's offensive line. You know, they look like a basketball team getting off the bus. That's six, 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 seven guys all the way across the board. So that's a very – I think think the difference is, though, they're more physical. I agree. I think Miami, Ohio has some more athletic good footwork guys. That's what I'm saying. This one will see more of your physical. Like these dudes are big beef, you know, and, and across that the trenches. Yeah. Then you got, like you said, bro, they got run back by a committee for their AAC, you know, conference. Pretty good dudes. And then you got a, a NFL Suns quarterback, EJ Warner. Uh, EJ Warner. Yeah. They're wide receivers. They got a guy that's like six six three, I think, two hundred yeah, pounds. Mm-hmm. Um, and they got two guys who's under five eleven. So, but I will say I like our athleticism. Going up against these guys, obviously, you know, we've got to see what kind of happens. But I, I like this matchup, and, and I think it's a good good measure stick for an away game. Yep. Kind of see how to go and, and how it's going to be away in a nasty environment, you know, because that rain and wind is going to be brutal. But when you flip over to their defensive side, this is where I'm, I'm kind of intrigued because they have 14 transfers on that defensive side. <laughs> 3D team, three in, in the 3D, right? Yep. So when I'm looking at their defensive line, there's somebody that these Miami Hurricanes should be very, very familiar with, Mr. Allen Hay, right? Redshirt sophomore, transfer this year up there. Mm-hmm. He's going to be the starting nose tackle. Um, and they have, a, a you know, another redshirt. That sophomore is going to be right beside him at defensive end. And then you got a redshirt senior with a D tackle. Their whole entire D line, it's transfers. The yeah. Jack position, Jacob yeah. Hollis, he's a redshirt senior. Yeah. You know? Um, and then when you get to their linebackers, Rigby and Maggie. I mean, they're both redshirt seniors as well, bro. Um, but then they got a former Florida Gator up there playing what they like to call the owl position, the striker, whatever you want to call it. Um, Kamari Wilcoxon. 
He's a redshirt sophomore. Um, so like their team, it's not like they're they're a bunch of young guys or you know any serious. Their guys have some some experience in playing at you know some some decent level basketball or football. You gotta yeah. say basketball. You said basketball team. Um, <laughs> but you know their defense isn't that bad. I will say I like the matchup for us because I don't think they match up speed for speed. You know, there there's some bigger guys and you know they got some size and some physicality. But I think with our, our playmakers, I think the way Coach Dawson likes to get our guys out in space, I know kind of sounds crazy, but I'm taking Miami with the points. I wouldn't bet on it because I've learned a long, long time ago, never bet on your team because you'll always bet with emotion. Absolutely. So but I will take Miami by the points plus twenty one. Um, I think it's another 35 to halftime. They might score one or two. You know, they, this may not be the 48 to 7. Um, but I could see 56 to 7, maybe. What you think? Yeah, I'm going to go, I'm going to go Miami 41 13. Uh, just because I think, I think as we get into the game, if things go as planned and we start getting again some younger guys in, but I think their offense is probably good enough to put a couple drives together. Once that happens, and maybe knock knock through a couple of field goals, don't actually get a touchdown. I'm not saying they will score three touchdowns, but I think they're probably good enough towards the end if they still got their guys going to get close enough in field goal range. You know, chip a couple through something like that. But uh, I think we go out and score. We know we. I think by now we all have seen and heard uh, Coach Dawson. He's aggressive. He d- he don't want to let up. You know so. You know, I think we should expect to at least score 40 on them anyway. So, you know, so I, I'll go 41-13. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you know, their defense is giving up 22 points a game. So, it's yeah. not like they're, they're killers. Akron beat them yeah. like 35-7. to seven, Yeah. You know, so I'm not, like, too, like, stressed about it. Yeah. Um, they're averaging 24 points a, school, well, a game for themselves. Yeah. Um, their offense is averaging 130, 30, I think 140 yards on the ground. Yeah. But they give up 155. Exactly. You know, so I think it's kind of hand in hand. They they pass about two fifty five a game. They give up one hundred seventy one. So the pass defense is a little better, but I think that's because of the big beast they got up up in the front and the experience in the trenches of the in the seven um, front seven. So you know they're top seventy because I think they're like sixty seven on both offense and defense. And um, I know their defensive coordinator. This is his first year at the DC for Temple. He come from FIU last year, mm-hmm. so and then Stan Drayton, he was um, he was the coach at I think the assistant head coach or whatever at um, Texas a couple years back. He's been at Temple now two years, so I mean he and he's got like thirty plus years of, of experience in coaching, not head coaching, just overall. So I mean it's it's, it's a fairly decent team to play for another tune up. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I know I've seen all the trolls on Facebook and Twitter and everything on Miami. Man, listen, I don't care who it is. They all play two, one to two cupcakes a year. So, I mean, <laughs> nothing. You know, at the end of the day, you got to go out and go play football. You got to go tune up, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Just go out and win the damn game. Exactly. Day, do your job. Sloppy go. football, whatever it is, rain, yeah. wind, I don't care. Just go out and win. Stay healthy. Let's get into the bye week. Also, I will say this because obviously next week is a bye week. Me and Dave will still do a show, even though it's a bye week. We will drop it on game day, um, like we usually do, because we do do our picks and we like to have fun with that as well. It'll be a shorter show, 
Um, nothing crazy. We'll go over some things, you know, from the Temple game and, you know, we'll kind of overview all of that. So we will have a show next week as well. Um, so it should be fun. You know, we don't pick on our pickums, obviously, the Miami games at all because we're going to do that regardless. Um, so, but obviously a 3-0 and situation right now, a big win against the Texas A&M Aggies team. There's some huge games coming up, you know, obviously at UNC, you got Clemson, and you go to Florida State, you got Louisville on the schedule, who should be still a decent team. Even Georgia Tech, even though I know, I, I understand, they haven't, they look good. You know, they're not the same Georgia Tech in the past few years. Uh, I'm not saying I'm worried or, I mean, there's always a chance of losing. It's just that it's football. But there's still some good games ahead, right? So, Looking into that, so are the recruits, right? Recruiting at the moment has seemed to have taken off like a rocket ship. So what do you think Miami has to do in order for maybe to land some more top guys, possibly flip some top guys? What do you think? You got to win all those games. You got to go 12-0, and 0, get to the ACC championship game, yeah, so what do you think Miami has to do in order to land a guy like Aiden Freeland, LJ McCray, um, Ellis Robinson, Jeremiah? What do you, what are some things Miami got to do to you? Yeah, I definitely don't think you got to go twelve and zero. But on the other hand, I, I absolutely positively know you can't go five and seven. So, so you, so you got to go right there. In the middle. You got to get there in the middle somewhere. The good right. news is, is even though with the competition we play. However, Texas A&M, so far we have done what we have been saying we're going to do. So far we still got the attention, right? We've got some dudes that are watching us. We know this. It's public knowledge. They have came out and they said it. You know, Ellis Robinson is one. He's, he said, I like Miami. Uh, he, he's pulling for Miami, you know. Uh, so so we're seeing that. We're, we're seeing that so far we're doing what we should do with who we've played. And you got to do that this weekend. You know what I'm saying? Before you start looking at, hey, hey, do we need to go 12 and 0? No, what you need to do is go 4 and 0. Right. What you need to do, you need to go 4 and 0. That's exactly what you got. You got to go 4 and 0, and you need to look good doing it. You know, go 12 and 0 without going 4 and 0. Absolutely. So you go 4 and 0. You come home. You go up there. Like I said, you focus. You do your job. You show up. You get the win. You get right. on the plane and you get your tails back, and, right. you, and you come back with that win. Then you you, know, you take that week off. Then you really start to put it on. You get into conference play, and you need to continue to win. You need to continue to look good. And even when that day comes, and I know we don't want to talk about it, but when that day comes that we're on the losing side of things, you don't want to be on the losing side of things. Fifty to fifty to ten, you know, forty-two right, to right, nothing. Right. You don't yeah. want to, you don't want to be that. And you need to win the games you're supposed to win. Can you hear my dog? I don't know if you can hear this. No, he's going absolutely crazy. Okay, I had give, I got to give him a bone to keep him occupied. He's absolutely, he's just running in circles right now. Yeah, anyway. no, I, I can't. Okay, cool. Uh, but anyway, so you, you just need to win the games that you're supposed to win, right? And you need right. to look good doing it. And even the games you don't, so you ain't got to go twelve and zero. If you would like to, be my guest. I'll take it. But, you know, I think, you know, you got some guys looking. So, you know, get eight wins. You know, if you can get eight wins, I think that's great. If you can get eight wins and then grab a bowl to make nine, even better. But 
the good news about five and seven last year, one of the good things is it shouldn't be that hard to make real big improvements. And that's what these dudes want to look at because they got they got options, bro. They we're going against the Georgias and the Ohio States and that sort of thing. We're not only going against them, we're trying to get guys that have already committed to them. It's harder to get a guy to flip than just to get him to commit. And we are but we we're going, man. We're battling those those teams and we need to show improvement to where we can make that true pitch. Hey, we were five and seven. Here's where we're at now. We need you for that next piece, and we need to be able to sell that. Yeah, I mean, I think in order to land those guys like Aiden Breeland, Jeremiah Smith, the, the five stars of the world, the big dogs, you know, as we like to say, I'm not saying you need to go 12 and 0, no. but you might need to be knocking on that door. Yeah. You know, you can still go get some right other there. guys and flip some other guys, right? Um, yeah. But I think in order to land some of those top guys, in my personal opinion, I think you need to go be at least UNC and Florida State. Yeah, absolutely. I, I really do. To flip an Ellis Robinson, to flip mm-hmm. a Jeremiah Slater. And I'm not saying it's going to happen. Even if we go 11-1, I'm not saying it's going mm, My bad. I'm not saying that's going to happen, right? But what, I, I, what I'm saying is that's what you're going to need to do. It's even have a chance. Because those guys are committed to some, some of the top programs in the country. You yep. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And – Moving, I think you moved the needle a bit with with A and M win because you kind of you showed them a little bit, right? Now the kids are looking at man, like you see that offense, bro. I could do damage in that offense, bro. You see the defense, I could fly around all day long. I could play, I could play ball in that defense, right? You're seeing this, and you're seeing freshmen come in. You're seeing what Mario and, and this coaching staff has been preaching all summer. You want to come here? You want to play ball, we're going to do it, right? Now, if you go out, and let's just say, because I am drinking this Kool-Aid a little bit, right? I'm feeling very, very confident. I'm feeling cocky. I think you walk, go in and do what you're supposed to do against Temple, get healthy. You get to Georgia Tech, right? And you do what you're supposed to do to Georgia Tech. And there's no disrespect to Georgia Tech or anything. But – on a on a just a just the out view of what it's supposed to be. you're supposed to beat Virginia Tech 41 to 7 41 to 10 you're supposed to right now I respect Georgia Tech they're a good coach ball game I'm not saying it's going to happen it might be a 35 27 you know win for Georgia Tech it's possible Georgia Tech can put up points they've shown that so that game's not going to be just a, a simple or Bethune you're going to have to go out and play ball it's an ACC team. Now, if you get through Georgia Tech and you get to the road, you go to Chapel Hill, do what you're supposed to do. I understand they might be favored by that time. I don't know. OTs might be undefeated. I have no clue at the time because there's still two, three weeks before that game happens. But you go up there and do what you're supposed to do and win, walk out with another top 15 win or whatever, top 10 at whatever North Carolina would be at the time. But you walk up there, win that game, you're about to really have these recruits buzzing. Mm-hmm. You get to the next game, you you know, win or whatever, because it's Clemson, right? Then next week after USC is Clemson and Miami. And if we're undefeated and Clemson beats Florida State this week and does, you know, it moves for whatever, and they're six and one, five and one, there is a lot of presence, eyes, whatever viewers going to be watching that game. Oh including yeah. recruits. 
Yeah. Like I, I, I'm already working on, on a list for that game. That that stadium might be packed out from recruits alone. Yeah. So, you know, obviously we've got to see how it goes for the next couple of weeks. If you beat that Clemson team and you get through the next couple of weeks, do you get a Florida State undefeated? 10 and 0, whatever it is. Okay. We really might be talking ball. We really yeah. might be there. You know, and obviously if, if that happens, if Clemson beats Florida State, they're not going to be 10 and 0, not obviously, because they would have lost. But if they beat Clemson, then we beat Clemson, and we go to Tallahassee and we're both undefeated, that's going to be a primetime game. That's oh, absolutely. Be. Yeah. So there's a lot to look forward to, you yeah. know, on recruiting front. I think I think there's more pressure on Florida State to be ten and zero at that time than us. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I don't want to show up five and five or six and four. But if if they're ten and zero at that time and we're you know we throw in there eight and two or you know nine and one whatever and win the game, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I think it's still got got the possibility to be. It'll be a primetime game based off the rankings, and folks want to see that. Get back right. at Miami. Yeah, Miami they're going to they're, they're going to push that. And so if we can show up there eight and two or whatnot, don't get me wrong, I'd love to be ten and zero. But if we go in there eight and two, I think. But with their ranking now, this, they're in year four of the Norvell project, so they're kind of expected to be where they're at. They went to the portal right. heavy. They got they picked who they wanted. You know, they've got a lot of pressure right now to win. And and I think if we go up there and they're ten and zero, and we stroll in there eight and two, whatever, and and grab a win. Yeah, it's it's going to be huge. But that Clemson game, bro, it's hard not to look at that right now. I know we've got games coming before that, but I really, I, the I'm trying my best to look day to day. I'm really trying. I'm trying hard, bro. But I can't. I've been eyeballing that since before the season started. Dude. Just thinking, because originally I was saying they'd be undefeated, we're undefeated because it's early enough in the year, and obviously they're not. So, but still, with that one loss early, if they can come back, if they can get a win against Florida State, and all of a sudden, okay, Clemson is on the, and you get that, like you said, there's going to be the recruiting off of that game is just yeah, and that you've got a real chance. That A and M game, you kind of tap some dudes on the shoulder, recruiting. Hey, check it out. Now they're watching. If you can right. get that Clemson game and you can get a win with that, hmm. Mm. I agree. So let's get into our pick'ems, right? Um, obviously, I didn't give you anything down there for that Tennessee Florida because you, you didn't <laughs> want to pick. You wish both of them would lose. I ain't give you. I ain't give you a win or a loss for that one. Um, I, but, thought, I thought I said. I thought I said go Gators or something. I didn't pick the game. I ain't hear all that. <laughs> um, so. Obviously, we're still kind of around the same thing. Yeah. You're 18 11. I'm 19 and 11. Um, so, as you can kind of see, Louisville won. They beat Indiana. USC yeah. did what they're supposed to do in Minnesota. Georgia kind of looked on the fits in the first half. They had, me, they had me scared for a minute. Yeah, man. Um, Arkansas didn't pull it out against BYU. Um, Ole Miss did what they're supposed to against Georgia Tech. LSU beat the Dog smack out of uh, <laughs> the upset of probably the week, Missouri over Kansas State. Um, yeah. And I don't even want to talk about them bums. Um, Pitt couldn't pull it off against West Virginia, kind of whatever. And then the upset pick of them all, Miami of Ohio. Like I said, yeah. they're going to be a team 
to watch. Yeah, I said yeah. that, and I still think they're going to be a team to watch. I, I think they're going to be the MAC champs. Yeah. So pulled a big win out, obviously over now Power Five Big Twelve team in Cincinnati. Um, so kudos to them. Um, they're doing what they're supposed to do, man. So getting into this week here, pull these off because I want to talk about these day by day. Obviously they're up, but I don't really care. We're going to talk about these one by one. Um, so we're going to get into this first one for the people that's not watching on YouTube. And we're going to talk about this Auburn, Texas A&M game. So big game, big impl- implications here, obviously, for Auburn and Hugh Freeze. Are they moving in the right direction? Are they going to you know, continue to move forward? For Jimbo, do they kind of catch their footing here? You know, what's going on? You know, them and SEC play, can they get back to into that talk? Obviously, this is where they're going to do it. So, obviously, for some that saw the picks, who do you have? Yeah, SEC battle. You know, both teams looking for that win right now. Uh, even though Auburn's 3-0, and you know, they would love to, like you said, are they going in the right direction? Are they doing the right things? Well, you got a shot right here. And A and M seems to be a lot of people's measuring stick. Whether whether they they do what they do, they five and seven last year. They still you just keep hearing about them. But with all that talent and their new you know OC and things like that, I think I just I, I feel like A and M's on the ropes, and I feel like things are real shaky there right now. Jimbo he's been on the hot seat for a second, and then he's not, and then he is, and he's not. I, I feel like the heat's getting turned up there. I just feel like they're on the ropes. I think they got some things going on. And I, I just think Auburn's kind of rolling along right now. So I, I'm going to go with the Tigers up there. Yeah, I mean, for that reason, it's kind of why I have A&M here. Yeah. Um, you know, honestly, like they're up against the ropes, like you said. They're a team that everybody's kind of, you know, talking about. Can they get back? Can they do anything this this um, all season, whatever you want to call it? Um, not even the offseason, can they can they do it this season? And I think with that quarterback, with that defense, I think they get the job done. It is in Texas A&M. Yeah. Um, and I just think Auburn, they don't have it yet. They struggle mm-hmm. moving the ball. They, they struggle against Cal. Uh, I understand it's a, I was in a away game in California at the time. I get all of it. But I think Texas A&M might be the sleeper of this SEC West this year. Um I have to go Aggies here. One, it also makes us a little better for that win. But I do I, – I like their quarterback. I like the wide receivers 100%. I think they get the job done here. Now, moving into this week four matchup of the undefeated in the Pac-12, the fighting Deion Sanders here, fighting prime times, Coach Prime, Colorado versus Oregon. I got to go with Oregon here. The reason why, one, they don't have Travis Hunter this week, that defense of front seven is yeah. a beast. And I just, I'm not sure if, if Colorado's O line is ready for that yet. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and I think Colorado can put up points. I'm not saying it's going to be a blowout and it's just a, a, like a, a donut hanging. I think Colorado, Oregon will get the job done. I'm taking Oregon with the points. I just don't see it being close as it, it goes through. Yeah. What do you got? Yeah, I, I got Oregon as well. I just think they're fight out the better team. I don't think Dan Lanning is going to allow them to fall under this whole hype thing. I think he's going to have them ready to play. And I go on exactly what you said. I think that defense, uh, let alone the offense, but I think the defense, 
I don't think Colorado is going to be able to to get anything going on the ground. They haven't done it. You know, they're they live and die with a quarterback, and they don't have Travis Hunter. I just I don't know I don't know how I could not pick Oregon in this game to be honest with you uh, on right. the road for Colorado. See, so, yeah, I got Oregon. That against kind of big. Possibly the best SEC matchup of the week. Ole Miss traveling to Tuscaloosa <laughs> to take on Alabama. Um, who you got in this game and why? So I'm gonna tell you. So all right. So I, I got I got Ole Miss. No, yeah, I got Ole Miss. I got Ole Miss. But I was this close to texting you and say change my pick, but I'm not going to do. I'm going to stick with what I said. I said Ole Miss. It's just, the reason I was going to tell you to change is because, like, man, all these reasons I'm coming up with, but there's Nick Saban just hanging out over there on the sidelines, right? But the only right. thing, I, it's just from what I've seen, I don't know. There's just so, so many questions, you know, quarterback. Now you got who's really calling the defense. There's just a lot of things going on that you normally don't hear from an Alabama team, even when they've won close games and they've had to grind some things out and stuff like that. You just don't hear about those things. And right. it's starting to come out. And so, you know, Ole Miss, you know, offense and things like that. I just – I think I think Lane Train going to roll in there and grab him one. Yeah. Um, I, I debated with this one. Yeah, um, it's tough. And I think Ole Miss can put up the points. Yeah. Without a doubt. I, I'm if if I had to choose it who would put up the most points, like on a on just offense, not even worry about defense, I would definitely think that this Ole Miss team beat them convincingly, honestly. Yeah. But reason why I'm going to Alabama. One, I think Nick Saban being who he is <laughs> kind of taught the, the Alabama fans somewhat of a lesson in this, this last game against USF. Yep. Reason being is they switched quarterbacks and played two quarterbacks in that game, and they both look horrendous, uh -huh. right? Yep. They're going to play Jalen Monroe this week. It's at home. Nick Saban was kind of – I don't want to say embarrassed, but it was his first time ever, I think since 2007, losing by, by – you know, two touch, two two scores at home, right? I got to go Alabama here. Yeah. And I think Alabama – I think it's a good game. I, I will say that. I don't know the point spread for this one, but I would, oh, I would say this is a one score, you know, from yeah. seven or less. And this, this give me that one because I, I rarely go against Nick Saban. Like, I've said that a hundred times. And I, yeah. I don't know. This may be one of those times where he just puts me in my place. And if he does, right. I'll, I mean, he he's, he's Nick Saban. I'll take it. But right. you know, I think it's definitely going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. So, the next one, I'm in a matchup that I, I'm looking forward to. Because right. I kind of feel what you felt last week. I hope That's both of these bums just fall yeah. apart. I was just getting ready to say I was going to you to give me the same pick as the Tennessee Florida, but if I do that two weeks yeah. in a row, we definitely getting kicked we off. We definitely be bad. I'm going yeah, to make sure this week. Um, Ohio State travels to South Bend. Yeah. I'm I'm picking Notre Dame here. Um, there's one school I hate more than Notre Dame. It's the bums on the opposite side of them, and I just I can't do really? it. Plus, I actually think Sam Hartman is a Heisman contender. Yeah. Don't think Ohio State has that yet at quarterback. And they've struggled a lot of offense. Um, I know I get it. They put up points last year. They finally look like a click it. Whatever. I'm not listening to that at this moment. I want to see them against this team. One, 
this is a lot better Notre Dame team. This Notre Dame team seems like they got their footing here. I'm going Notre Dame, and I'm actually going big here. Yeah, I'm very impressed at how in-depth you went. I'm going Ohio State. The reason why is because it landed on tails. Ah, uh, literally, I this is you're Jack. This is just like that Tennessee fourteen. I don't care right. what happened, and I, I want to go Notre Dame. Honestly, I hope I'm wrong because that helps us with a recruit or two, and you know what I'm saying. But uh, if Ohio State goes up there and looks bad, but I don't know. I just I I kind of went back and forth and realized I really just didn't care. So I literally <laughs> give me the Buckeyes. That's all I got. I don't care who wins that game. Yeah. I, I can't I, wait I, to watch it, but I don't care who wins. I can't wait to watch it. I think it's going you know, to be a great game that night, but I don't. I don't I, my, I'm just curious on which team shows up. Exactly. Yeah. You know, yep. That's that's one of my biggest things. I just don't know which team does show up, you know. Yeah. So and I think it's a big game for Hartman as well. You mentioned him. Oh, yeah. This is like, this is why you went there, right? True. You got him at home. Hey. No pressure. Yeah, the ropes. No pressure. So going into ACC play, you got North Carolina trying to stay undefeated, headed up the pit. Who do you have in this game? Yeah, I got UNC because, again, I need UNC to keep on winning. Once we're done with you, I don't care. I don't <laughs> care, but until we get you, just keep on winning. I, we, I, need, I need that. I need that. I, I, I don't disagree here. Um, I think this might be one of the worst pit teams I've seen in a long time. Um, yeah. They've been very disappointing this season. So, and like you said, obviously, I think North, North Carolina kind of gets to playing us in, in a couple weeks undefeated. Um, so, I'm going Tar Heels here. Arguably, game of the week, whatever you want to call it, ACC game of the week, I don't really care. You have Florida State traveling to – Clemson, South Carolina. I personally don't think Florida State is the hype that they are. Um, I think they got they're a really good team, but I think there's some some flaws in that team. Um, they could work it out. Obviously, it's still early in the season, but going to Clemson, especially with the, the disappointing start to this year that they've already had, mm -hmm. I think that will have those boys ready. Um, they are missing the playmakers that they typically do have. Um, Florida State does have the playmakers, but I think it's in the trenches where it's going to be different. Um, so I'm taking Clemson here, and I'm taking them kind of by a couple scores. Yeah, uh, I got Clemson as well, uh, just because, like, I've said this before, one reason I would never be able to do this as a profession is because I tend to pick with my heart lots of times over facts. And although there's no love for Clemson in my heart, there ain't. There's a lot more hate for Florida State, than, you know. So, uh, and I, I agree with what you said as far as Florida State. I just don't know, and that's really not me showing hate. I just haven't seen it yet. I, I hear it. It looks good on pay. I get what you said. I just haven't seen it. And I think Clemson, that first week, everybody wrote them off. Man, they're done. Dabo's done. It's over. And I just think they're kind of trying to show – you know what I'm saying? That, that they are, they had a bad week and they're kind of bouncing back and what a better time to do it. So, uh, I, yeah, I'm going to go with Clemson as well. I agree with you. No, I don't disagree, man. So, arguably, I mean, you can kind of toss it up however you want. Arguably, the Pac 12 game of the week here. Um, UCLA travels to Utah. Another battle of the unbeaten as, as that Pac 12 conference is looking really good right now. Um, funny because they're breaking apart, obviously. 
Who do you have in this game and why? Yeah, uh, I'm gonna go. I'm going with Utah. Uh, you know, on at home, uh, UCLA. Uh, I know they kind of like they like to lean on the run. I know Utah. They like to shut that run down. And I think at home, I think their defense. I think Utah defense is going to play well enough to get them a win on that. The score, I don't know. Uh, I think it'll be a good game, but I'm gonna go with Utah at home. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm going upset here. Um, I got UCLA. The reason being is I don't know if Utah is healthy. Yeah. Um, obviously, Tim Rosen is, is a huge loss for them. If yeah. he's back, I think, you know, it obviously can give, give a hell of a game here. But I'm not sure he has enough. You know, he may have some rust. He's coming off a, a bad injury. You know, obviously, he's missed the first couple of weeks. Um, they've been banged up all across the line as well on the deep side of the ball. And UCLA with Chip Kelly's offense is going to go fast. And with Dante Moore at helm, I like that kid. Um, I, I think their their future's pretty bright there. So I got the Bruins here winning. Um, next ACC matchup or SEC matchup, we have Arkansas traveling down to Death Valley. This one here, I, honestly, I've switched this answer for myself almost five times. <laughs> and the reason being is I don't know what LSU team is going to show up. Yeah, right? I'm unsure. And I like Arkansas. I know they got beat last week and upset by BYU. But honestly, I'm going Razorbacks here. Ooh. I had to talk myself out of it. And a lot of the reason is because LSU lost to Florida State. And I'm pissed about that. So I will not pick them again until they go <laughs> against Florida, obviously. But I got to go Razorbacks here. I'm hoping they pull it out. I'm hoping they're pissed from last week losing to BYU. Um, so hopefully they pull it out. Yeah. Who you got? Yeah, I don't know what LSU team shows up either, but I just know they're going to show up at night and in that stadium, and it's a different atmosphere at night there. Uh, and, uh, again, with Arkansas, I'm a little disappointed in them, to be honest with you, uh, at, you know, after that loss. And I think LSU, I'm actually kind of picking them for an, op- for an opposite reason what you said. You know, you said you, you can't go with them because they lost for us. I think that loss was similar to the Clemson, even though I know Clemson's worse because it was right. good. But, I think that first week they looked so bad. I, I don't think they're that bad of a football team. They're not. They showed week one. And I think so many people just said, oh, God, you know, the Brian Kelly project's over, man. He can't coach. They suck. I don't think they're that bad. And I think that, that stadium at night, that atmosphere, I'm going to go to the Tigers. Go Tigers. I'm on, I will be on record. I don't care. I think Brian Kelly had money on the game. NCAA needs them. <laughs> that would explain a lot. That would explain Man, a lot. I'm pissed. I'm hot, bro. Now y'all gave Florida State all this full crap. I'm pissed. All right. Headed back out west, Oregon State travels to Washington State. And a game here, bro, I'm actually – I'm ready to watch this game. Battle of unbeatens. Battle of two of the non-wanted Pac-12 teams, right? Who do you have in this game? I got Washington State. Uh okay. It, it, again, I, I think it's a good matchup. I really do. I think there's uh, a lot across the board. You could go back and forth, but it's all day long. And for me, it just came down. Honestly, I kind of looked at both teams, looked at both sides, and honestly, I just kind of had to go down with a home team on this one, to tell you the truth. Right. I got I got Washington State. Yeah, I I debated this one. Yeah, I had to go Oregon State here um, because of the quarterback. I yeah. like DJ, and I think I think he's running this offense well for them. The pressure's not on him at the moment. You know, he's kind of just relaxing, 
going through and enjoying a football game. Yeah, pressure was on him majorly at, at Clemson, and there was there was just so much going on. I think he's finally back on the West Coast. Finally, you know, feeling kind of where he can just go out and play ball. You know, let me go out and just run the offense. I think I think Oregon State here. I'm gonna watch this game because I think it's really really good. Yeah, I agree. All right, last but not least, Big Ten country. Iowa traveled to Penn State, headed to Happy Valley, right? I have the Nittany Lions winning. I don't trust Iowa yet. Um, I think they're one of those those ranked teams that shouldn't be ranked, honestly, because they just haven't looked that good. Yeah. Um, but like I've said before, Penn State is, is my sleeper in the Big Ten. Um, and they got a quarterback finally. I think probably first time since James Franklin's been there. So I got the Nittany Lions here. Who you got? Yeah, Penn State at home. I think they're doing the wide out thing and all that stuff. So uh balanced offense. I I just I don't see any reason to pick Iowa in this. I think it's Penn State. Honestly, I don't think it's a whole lot of a ball game to tell you the truth. Yeah. No, I don't blame you, bro. Um yeah. so headed to week four, amazing week of football. And it's not even just those ten, those are ten of them. That's crazy. We're already in week four. I, God, just uh, week thirteen. Real, real soon. Um, but almost an hour. Um, you know, going to get ready, I'm hang out, and see how this week goes. Um, should be fun. Should be a fun slate as well. Get in the bye week, kind of get more healthy, enjoy it. Um, yep, yep. You know, we'll be back on, kind of talk about it, enjoy it. Hopefully, some good news coming. We can talk about that going into next week. Um, as always, man, please like, subscribe. If you're on YouTube, please go subscribe to my new channel. Go watch all of us, man. Um, also, if you're on a podcast, if you're not and you do want to go watch on a podcast, it's easier for you. Um, there is a link tree. Um, you, I will be in the comments. Please go like whatever you need. It will take you to all of our platforms, Twitter, Instagram, I think. Um, all podcasts, uh, subscribing, whichever one works for you, YouTube, um, it takes to the Discord, come in there, hang out, chill with us, whatever y'all, you know, feel like doing, interacting with us, chopping it up with us, man, this is what we love to do, this is a hobby, um, we don't claim to be no insiders, bro, we like to get on here, just chop, chop it up, have some fun, bro, um, hopefully it's another good week, hopefully the Canes stay, you know, healthy and, and you know, kind of chill, so, Please go like, subscribe. Also, we do have a Facebook page up because all the little rumblings or whatever on Twitter. Sebastian Lane on, on Facebook. It's a, it's an actual Facebook page, not a group. Go hit us up on there, man. All our stuff will be posted on there. We'll post every day. We chop it up. We talk a little more, interact on there. So please go like, subscribe, and get our viewers up, get our subscribers up. Get us out there as we like to, you know, just interact with more of you guys. As always, forever. All about the you.